My name is Sheriff Rowdy, and I started my day in 1879 in the Dakotas, but this little lady says I am now in 1944 France. She's being chased by these men named Nazis. It's like they got the devil. Well, she needs a good partner, and I'm not one to leave someone to fight evil alone. Get the rip-roaring adventure of Cowboys vs. Nazis at MythMart.com or Amazon. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. Yep. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 229 of the World of Mythbits. Hi everyone, uh, it's board game day uh, and I'm hanging out with my two mates Ben and Ben. We have uh, just managed to fail to save the, uh, the Earth from the three factions. Uh, and, um, yeah, unfortunately, the great moor in the sky has devoured us all. So, uh, incredibly sorry about that. But today's episode, I thought... Um, my son said something interesting the other day. Are board games better than online games or computer games? Uh, and I have two game experts here with me today, my good mates, Ben and Ben. Uh, and so I thought I would run that question past them. So while we're packing up uh, from the Arkham Horror card game, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get in another... We've got about half an hour. So hopefully we'll be able to get in Another something short and sweet, maybe. Definitely definitely not a Mansions of Madness. Um, but yes, I thought that we would sort of have a chat about that. But before we get into that, I just have a couple of quick things from our CEO, David K. Montoya, to cover off. Um, just quickly, the first thing is... Do, 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 that... Uh, the cutoff for the June submissions is not the 15th, as I initially thought, but will be the upcoming Monday. So the Monday, uh, hopefully you tune in, hopefully you're a regular listener, because today is the day, uh, as of close of business, your June submissions need to be in to, um, to Steph our uh, our chief editor uh, in order to make it to the October or Halloween edition of the e-magazine. Um, I initially thought, yeah, that it was the 15th, but it seems to be that uh, Dave's decided to leave that open. Uh, and also, I just wanted to let everybody know that the Mon flashbacks are now on the network. So make sure that you check that out. Reminisce. Um, as a Cancerian, there's nothing like the past to, uh, to uh, make you feel good inside. So make sure that you, uh, you check in uh, on the Jaysomon flashbacks. Um, that's pretty cool that they've been brought up. Uh, also, um, the Mythbits 
website as well. Make sure that you jump on there. Check out the uh, the great um, books and t-shirts uh, and other merch that's uh, that's available, especially the horror themed, the new horror themed t-shirts, uh, just in time for um, for October and for Halloween. So make sure you check those out. And I would love it if you were um, happy to uh, to jump on and buy a copy of my children's book, The Neighbour, which is one of many, many wonderful stories, wonderful books, uh, some great stuff there by uh, by Jim Bates as well. Um, Steph, of course, has got numerous, um, numerous stories on there. Uh, Peggy as well. Um, also Cliff. Uh, the winner of the Open Contracts Challenge last year. Um, his book's on there, a great one about a bard travelling through, uh, through the world and the adventure that he has is pretty cool. Uh, and also Walt's latest books come out now as well. Uh, let me get this right for you, Walt. It is Cowboys versus Nazis. Definitely not ninjas. Cowboys versus Nazis, check that out. But um, let's get into today's theme. So, boys... Yes. Computer games and uh, and on uh, and board games. We've uh, we've just managed to uh, work together to narrowly lose against one of the great elder gods. The uh, the blue faction rose up and uh, and just overwhelmed us on this occasion. Yep. So this is a Call of Cthulhu game. Yes. So it's called Arkham Horror, the card game. So this one's actually a card game rather than a board game. Yes. But, um, but, uh, but certainly not still, a computer game. Certainly not a computer game. No. Um, what are our thoughts? Well, I think that um, board games and card games are they're more social. In yes. A sense. Yeah. So I think there's a you, you get good enjoyment based on that. Um, whereas a lot of video games are are fairly solitary, in a sense. Yes, that is very true. Very, very true. Um, the uh, yeah, the, the work together or even the competitive mm. style of board game yeah. still has that uh, that very social mm. element. Yes, um, that's right. It's face to face social interaction. Yeah, I've yeah. I've seen uh, network like a, a number like a group of people setting up their laptops and then all playing the same online game simultaneously. Yeah, true. But, that's but true. that even even though it is network and even though you can. Um, yep. chat and talk and that sort of thing while you're playing it's very yep. much face to screen yes that's true yeah exactly whereas I agree with uh, with board games with card games um, you're very interactive you you, you mm. want to uh, sort of engage face to face yeah that's right yeah Absolutely. yep and that's yeah that's a very cool feature about it that's is Hixie is that one of the things that you like that social element yeah yeah, there's there's nothing like having um, a group of mates around a table, um, either working as a team to defeat the game or um, pitting your wills and tactics against each other against the uh, against each other. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just so much fun. Um, yeah, definitely. But at the same time, I really enjoy um, the introverting. Uh, atmosphere of just being by myself and just in diving into yeah. a computer game um, and just exploring the world. Um, yeah, There are some really good yeah, games yeah. out there. There's some really good video games and some of them are very in-depth where you can spend hours, hours and hours, days, hundreds of yes. hours yeah. Um, yeah. 
That uh, is it. The graphics that help to draw you in. In that case, they help. Yeah, I think yeah. it helps. Um, but you need a game with great gameplay. Yeah, it has as to have well. it has to have depth in, in it. I think. Yes. yes. Depth and yep. Keep you interested in the game. Yes. Um, we're we're sort of playing Cthulhuish games at the moment, and Hixie, you stumbled across a Cthulhuish um, online. Oh no, that was Lovecraft. Uh, that was some of my Geiger, wasn't it? Not Cthulhu. Yeah, that was Geiger. That was Scorn. The that was a role playing game based on H.R. Geiger's artwork. Yes. Have oh, you played that one? No, I haven't. No, played. no. Oh, that's disgusting. yeah, icky, that, that yeah, a, yeah. A brilliantly yeah. disgusting game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Um, the social element I'm I'm finding with my son. There's the social element of the online gaming uh, yes. that he's yep. doing, mm-hmm. but it's not like it doesn't have that same. Maybe it's a generational thing, but it, yeah. it doesn't seem to have the same social aspect as as this this yeah, does. Yeah, true, true. Like sitting around a table, there's yep. nothing like mm. Dungeons and Dragons is probably a great example. Yeah. The number of times that we get to sit around the table and play. Dungeons and Dragons face to face is nigh on never. Yep. <laughs> Especially lately. Yeah. But so a like an online system like Roll Twenty, mm-hmm. we're still able to progress the adventures that we're involved in. And, yes, that's uh, right. And that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, exactly. It's a lot slower, but at yes. least we're able to still play the game. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's certainly not the same experience as. Sitting around with a group, rolling the dice, seeing the results. Mm. Um, Yeah. It doesn't transfer as well um, when you're just sitting behind a screen and you're not seeing the other person face to face. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, you can have the chat feature going. Yeah, you can, yeah. But a lot of the way that we tend to play, because we're not even able to get online mm. at the same time it's yep. incredibly rare to to see and a lovely surprise yep. to see somebody else's icon sort of pop up and go yeah. they're online and logged yep. into the same session as you are yeah, at the right. same time mm-hmm. um and because of that rarity chat seems to be the best and mm. only way at the moment yep. that we can progress adventures yeah um Totally takes the uh, the social element out, but it yeah, doesn't it does take necessarily out. take out the fun. You can still read through, and you can find out. Hey, right. um, in some ways, it is helpful because it gives me more time to come up with things. Yes. Being the, the games master. Yes. It takes me. A bit more. I find that as well. Yeah. 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 It takes the pressure off. Yeah. Completely. Completely. yeah. You know, I don't have to come up with things right I, away. On you can on think the about fly. It. Yeah, because that that's a, a lot of the because um, the 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 joy as a player of mm-hmm. playing Dungeons and Dragons is you've got the set adventure, mm-hmm. but the adventure says that the dwarves want you to go over the mountain range and into the goblin realm swamps and rescue the princess, yep. and you might turn around and go, you know what, I'd rather go look for the dragon, mm. and the poor. Dungeon Master has to go, alright, so 
how do I steer you back towards going over the yeah. mountain range? And yeah. so, you know yeah. what? Hey, look, the dragon's just gone over the mountain range. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. can do that, but it's yeah, you you have to adapt to what the players yeah. choose to do. Yep. Yeah. Without. So then you got to make up the encounters yeah. on the way to the dragon, and then you got to make yeah. the encounter for the dragon on the fly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I'm, I'm finding like I've as a uh, a very wet behind the ears noob when it comes to dungeon mastering mm-hmm. uh, I have the um, the book for the Waterdeep adventure oh, yeah. that yeah. I'm running through at the moment mm-hmm. I've read through it um, but it's been a while since I've read through it yeah. and I'm constantly reading back over chapters as yeah. you guys as players are sort of working through mm-hmm. a particular area yeah. of that particular adventure yeah. um, we've now got to a point where You've gone through the sewers. You've rescued the dude. Yep. Um, Floon. Floon, yep. And, um, well, sorry for anybody that's playing the Waterdeep <laughs> Adventure, uh, wondering where Floon could possibly be. But um, there's a point in the adventure now where um, you all want to go to the bathhouse so yes. that you can become... Uh, respectable and clean again yep. and uh, and that sort of thing because Waterdeep is a, a fairly um, nice yeah. society and yep. smell, well smelling people That's and well presented right. people exploring the sewers <laughs> isn't that a good thing to do no no especially for particular characters <laughs> which are very uh, well um from from the, the my gown was very expensive and I'm pretty sure I broke it now <laughs> yeah 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 yes yeah yeah so the uh, a bath is probably um, what your characters are after at this particular time to feel at least remotely human. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, or dwarvish, as where, the case may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sorry. Yes, um, but your your character yeah. uh-huh. is probably more. Mm, yeah, he's, it, he doesn't really yeah. mind. Doesn't care. Yeah, if yeah, everybody wants to go to the bath. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll I'll tag along and I'll yeah, I'll go to the it. bath. Yeah. Um, and the um, the half orc NPC, she's like bath. I had bath last year. <laughs> what what me what me need bath for? Yeah. Um, but there's no section in the book for oh, covers that. the visiting yeah. a bathhouse. Yeah. So yeah, you sort of it. jump online, and there's like opportunities. People have actually created that type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm sort of investigating that, but that's put a halt on running that adventure. Mm-hmm. But I could just as easily skip over and go, look, you guys. Yeah, you clean yourselves up. Clean yourselves up, and you're uh, heading back to the yawning portal. Yeah, mm. yeah, which is what I might do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's the difference between live play. Live play, you can easily just do that. Yeah, and then make, keep the game moving. Yes, mm. but with with this, you've got the opportunity. Every yeah insignificant instance yeah can be turned into a, a, a moment with yeah yeah with with color and depth and, yeah yes um, yeah that's true and role play opportunity and um so the, where, the the pressure's on to yeah. come up with something like that especially when there's some great online resources mm, yeah, available as well that's true but you can kind of easily slip that in and i mean you've found the, the same thing with the um the golden city adventure this epic epic campaign that my mate Hixie has created that we've been working mm. through for 
10, over ten plus years. years? Yep. Yeah, well, well over 10 Pro- years. Probably, we'd we be pushing 15, probably closer to 20 years <laughs> yeah. that we've been working through this adventure, um, the now up to chapter three. But before we move into chapter three properly, uh, as a fan of Ravenloft, not getting a, a huge number of opportunities to play Ravenloft adventures and Ravenloft campaigns. Had the opportunity mm-hmm. to slip that in there yeah. as, as so a side adventure. We are now playing um, Curse of Strahd. Curse of Strahd as a side adventure. Yeah. And there are people like I've seen chats online where there are people that have literally spent years and years and years. Yeah. Working mm-hmm. through uh, exploring Ravenloft and working through that mm-hmm. Curse of Strahd scenario. So I've got a feeling that it's taken us 20 years to get this far through through two chapters worth of the Golden City. Um, that it's going to take us another, another 20 years, 20 years <laughs> to get through Curse of Strahd uh, and on to, finally on to this third chapter. Yep. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting, but the, the effort that you put into the adventure so far, it um, it really shows um, like the the sort of stuff that you've done with uh, with your adventure yeah. Uh, yeah. that you're doing mm-hmm. uh, in your world. Your world is is massive, and yeah. the the way that as a DM mm-hmm. you have managed to think about the whole world and our part in it. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that we've gone off, as players do, yep. on our own little side adventure, yep. um, the ripples of what we're we're doing uh, and what we haven't done, yeah. and how that has affected the world as a as a whole, mm-hmm. the the little pockets of the the world that we've interacted with, yeah, yeah, um, but also. The, yeah, the fact that we haven't, we've chosen not to go to a certain spot, yeah. there are things that have happened then because we were supposed to be there. Yes, yeah, so you could have gone there, yeah, so um, we're sort of not necessarily meant to be anywhere, yes. but you could have gone to different locations and that would change, would have changed the story and uh, the plot of yes. the, whole, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. So, but since we've chosen to go to certain areas, mm. we now have certain allies. Yeah, that's right. We've also probably made enemies. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so that the world building was really fun. has been really fun with yes. that campaign. Yeah. Um, just the opportunity to, to develop different cities and locations throughout the world yes. that I've created. Yeah, yep. So yeah, it's been, been a lot of fun. And how much time does that take as well? That must take a, a huge chunk. I know with, with writing stories, yeah. Yeah. coming up with the ideas, um, generally now I can come up with like a 500-word story in an afternoon as, yeah. as long as I've sort of got set parameters and that sort of thing. But some of the like 5,000 or 10,000 or 20,000-word stories that... Yep. I occasionally put my hand up and accidentally say yes, yes, I'll be a part of this or I'll give this a crack or mm-hmm. that sort of thing that takes a great deal longer mm. world building must need time to ages and ages to it does. It's, yeah, I mean it does take time but the world building is something that 
is sort of done gradually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And for me, um, a lot of my world building is essentially done by players. Okay. Yeah. So a lot can... of the a lot of the groups, organisations, and factions. Oh. Yeah. Um, Where we're influencing his yeah, idea. Yeah. Right. So yep, yep. with you guys, um, you guys. Uh, it essentially started with Damien when he said, oh, "I wanted to, I want to be part of like an organisation, maybe like a, a wizards guild or something like that." And eventually, we just th- ideas threw off, bounced off each other. Yep. And now we've come up with the uh, the platinum the platinum academy. academy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and and that's how all that starts. Now, when another group um, plays in my game, even though they've got nothing to do with platinum academy, I already know that there is an established wizards guild called the platinum mm-hmm. academy. That they can interact with, and they may have heard. And they've, they've already yep. got the NP- I've already got the NPCs there because I've yep. mm. your game. Yeah, yeah. So um, whether or not I actually use yeah. your characters as NPCs. How, how did you come up with your character idea? That's I think okay. that's amazing. Which character idea? The, the um, Al Makir. Al Oh, um, I think uh, I wanted to create something that was kind of a bit unique. Yes. So I've played lots of different classes before. Um, and so I wanted to create a character that was a something of a mystery yep. to everybody and to even to himself. Yeah, well, so, you've, de- you've certainly done that. <laughs> so you've, yeah. you've done an, uh, an amazing job for Thank sure. You. And then the like the way that Hixie as the DM has sort of brought in the concept yeah. of Al Makir's mysterious nature mm. is the skeleton key to all of these portals yeah so he's the only one that can open up certain portals well all all of them or perhaps all of them yeah yeah so all of the um all of the the titan cores mm-hmm. um he's they have they have one specific way that they can be opened but our makia's touch yeah and i i thought to... i thought that um the interaction that Al Makia had with the Titan core was the key to that, that core. Mm-hmm. And then he's done exactly the same with the one that needed the, the, the smoke. Yep. For and some reason, Al Makia's magic can bypass it's, it's the, done exactly the, same. the magic nulling effect of uh, the um, Brinillium yep. as well. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. With the, um, yeah, the, um, the training, that, training exercises that we were doing. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. Cool. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you've got a mystery that you haven't unveiled to everybody else yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm uh, sure Damo's got a few things up his yeah, sleeve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Matt's got a few things up his sleeve too. Yep. So, no, it's yeah, really good no, it's to, good. Yeah, really, really fun. It's um, a, uh, a fun adventure, but I have to get on to post for Zanai as well. Uh, now that we know what, um, so there's a, uh, a scenario as well that we're playing. Uh, there's a couple of adventures, a couple of different scenarios that we've got going. There's one where uh, some vampires have broken into a church and are uh, literally slaughtering the congregation. Mm. And we've burst in, uh, claiming to be heroes, uh, willing to save the day. Yeah. Mm. So uh, that's an interesting scenario as well. Um, but yeah, I was going to ask the um, Sonia's hit points. Oh yeah, that's current. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Yes, because she she started off very low. Yeah. 
pretty short shoot. I, I, whenever a monster hits you, I adjust the hit yeah, points. Cool. Um, okay. But if we were playing live, then yeah. obviously you adjust be, it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. Um, so, what new board games do you have? Coming back to the board game, computer game concept. Uh, You've got, so haven't you got, you were work, uh, one with like Greek yeah, gods. So there's one called Aeon Trespass. Yeah. Um, which uh, we just got recently. And what else was there? This is you and your older brother, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Yep. yep. And what was the other one? Oh, Senjutsu, which is a Japanese themed, like ancient Japan or feudal Japan. Okay. Um, well, that's like pretty, a, pretty ancient Japan, feudal. I guess it's not. Not, well, it's sort of, it'll be in the Middle Ages or after the Middle Ages, I guess, like yep. maybe 1500s or 1400s, roughly. So there's samurai. So samurai, yeah. But there's also samurai. canon. Well, the, I think that I think you might be able to play um, a rifleman or something like that. I'm not yeah. sure. I have yep. to check. But um, it's the, that's like a it's like a um, a combat game where yep. one person plays one character and the other pl- another player plays another character, and you're basically fighting a, a duel okay and um there's mechanics surrounding the duel so you know you you have to maneuver around your opponent and um do, use different maneuvers to all to right with your opponent okay so i have i don't really know the rules yet um because i haven't got the game yet but that's what is coming soon yeah okay all right mm. No, that's very cool. That's cool. And the Greek one... The Greek one was Mythic Battles. Yeah. So that was... So that's more armies and... Yeah, so that's like... Creatures a, of myth and lore and... Yeah, so that would be a, a area-based yep. strategy game. Yep. Um, and that was really that was really fun. Um, so that was... Uh, had a, a ancient Greece theme to yes. it. Um... Uh, since then, I think they've also created one which has got a Viking theme to it. Okay. Um, which is probably coming out in December, I think. Yeah, cool. Or maybe, no, September, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, so they're really... Uh, the Mythic Battles is quite quite enjoyable. Yeah. It's fairly strategic as well. Yes. Okay. Um, what, would the, um, what would the computer game equivalent be? God of War. I don't really know. Um, I don't think I've got a computer game that's that's like it, really. Um, yeah, I mean the, the probably the closest thing that I'd play would be like the Total War games because that's kind of like a war themed um, yeah. game, but it's not really. I mean, it is tactical, but it's still it's different. Yeah, yeah. they're very okay. Because you, right. you can also get. Um, you also get computerized versions of board games. Yeah, that's right. So I've got um, um, Terra Mystica. Yes. And I've got the uh, computer version as well. Um, oh, hello, ladies. Chris. Yes. This is episode 229 of the World of Myth Bits, part 2. Hi everyone, uh, I have changed location, uh, we had uh, a bit of a, uh, a quick um, ending 
brief ending to uh, the uh, the initial part of this podcast. I was chatting uh, with my mates Ben and Ben uh, about board games and computer games and online gaming uh, as opposed to face-to-face gaming around the table and, uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, and now I, uh, I am catching up with my son, Nicholas, the, uh, the gamer. How are you going, Nicholas? Good. Good. Um, and just wanted to chat with somebody from a different generation, a different viewpoint um, about that same sort of topic whether uh, board games are, are better than uh, computer games and looking at the computer games, uh, I mean, I can see you're playing Pokemon uh, at the moment. Which one's this one? The latest one, the Scarlet and Violet. This one's Scarlet and Violet. Um, and regularly you're playing uh, Super Smash Bros, aren't you? With the, um, the Nintendo characters, the brawling game. Yep. Uh, and uh, you've got Fortnite happening sometimes. You've got a um, number of other games. Uh, what is it? Um, Val, Val, not Valkyrie. Yeah, Valorant. Valorant. Yeah. Um, that's a, another one you, you seem to like. Yeah, um, yeah. And chess, of all, of all things. Uh, online. Do you prefer online chess, or do you prefer uh, um, playing chess with your opponent with the board in front of you? I haven't done a lot of over-the-board chess, but for I think I think I'd rather over-the-board to be honest though for chess because it's just more traditional and it's just how it's meant to be played, I guess. So. It's also uh, it makes it easier for you to uh, to read your opponent as well. Sort of. Whereas uh, online chess, the the way that I see you play it quite often, uh, it's not really possible. I mean, there are measurements that show you who's leading. And what would be a um, a strategic move or a, uh, a a poor move? I guess you you can sort of see who's who's controlling more of the board. There's like measurements, algorithms that that sort of show you that. Well, you can't see those mid game though without be cheating, but oh, they don't show you game. until no, because otherwise you'd be able to cheat. Oh, okay, all right. So I I've probably come in like after game. Uh, and sort of had a bit of a look. Yeah, there's an AI that analyzes the game and talks about which movie will be better and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Very cool. So you don't get that in over the board room either. One of your uh, comments that you made um, recently to me, though, was um, we were away on a family holiday, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, recently, up at uh, up at Goa, and you got the switch out. And we all started playing um, Mario Party on the Switch, didn't we? Yeah, that was very interactive and social, yeah. So there's a, a, uh, a key example of um, a online game, but that we were all playing side by side. Uh, we had that interaction. And I can't believe how many times did you screw me over in that game? I don't think it was any more than once, was it? Twice, maybe? I think I gave one wrong tip when I genuinely thought yeah. it was right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, the, um, I think the... How often did like did your character swap with my character? I was only once. Oh, wait, that sort of stuff. I think that was once, yeah. And then on top of that, I gave you the wrong tip on how to do something because 
and that ended up... Yeah, that that, was, that wasn't strategic, though. That was you trying to help me, and it yeah. sort of backfired, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so no, maybe, maybe the once, but that once was enough, though, to sort of throw my game out completely, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, you did very, very well. And that game does resemble a lot of over-the-board type stuff, and it's kind of digitalized, because it pretty much is like Mario Party is just a board game, basically. But yes, yeah, digital, where you, so. you move the pieces and you interact with the board game uh, yeah. and uh, and that sort of thing. Yes, um, there's other, like, side games, mini-games, where yeah. you've got your, like, you can have certain skill or you can, like, gain benefits from... Um, from succeeding in in those, yeah, but for the most part, it is literally what the uh, the algorithm decides your dice roll is going to be and how many spaces you move around the board. Yeah, that's the only thing that really separates it from any regular board game. Is yeah, the mini games it it definitely separates it because a lot of board games, I feel like majority of board games, the games are always decided really by strategy. There aren't that many that would necessarily be skill wise. You know, like reaction time or anything like no, that it's correct. always sort of like strategy I guess so. yes yeah yep what you do in your particular turn yeah 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 so Mario Party is a bit different in that way that it requires yeah reaction time and things like that mid game yes yeah I, I don't think you can really um, benefit from rolling like swinging the remote a certain way to roll the dice any higher or that sort of thing can you it's no nah. It really you can you can think that it, it happens uh, when you spin uh, like shake something uh, so that the dice spins around and around like really 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 fast, but uh, at the end of the day, it's just it depends on what the computer yeah, program wants. Yeah, definitely. Um, your generation is probably a little bit different to our my generation in that you've grown up with games but you've grown up with um chat programs as well so you can have like a a visual phone call or you can have a um a vocal phone call happening while you're in the middle of playing a game with somebody who's maybe in a completely different state or different country or yeah it's it feels a lot more fluent i guess for me than it may for you yeah i feel like there's that social element where the computer games that I grew up with, I was either playing by myself, just NPCs, no like player characters or anything like that. Nah. The like the um the the worlds that are like role playing games, online role playing games, they're all like each character that you come across could possibly be somebody else playing that character somewhere else in the world yeah it's it's very different now to what it was then and because i've grown up with it i feel like the social element yeah definitely feels a lot more fluent whereas for you the social part may feel like another like i guess the, the social element and the gaming element might feel like two different things to you whereas to me yes they feel it, like it's like a one it's, they feel it's paired it's like yeah. it's like it's almost been it's always been that way it's what you're you're used to yeah. um you're like the the number of times that i walk into uh your sister's room and she's on line playing a game with her cousin 
and I hear um, auntie or uncle in the background and say good day, and they're like, oh, oh, you're like you're here as well. The, yeah, hey, hey, how you going? Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you you hear um, our our like your little cousin, my little niece, um, Livy, and she'll be like, Maddie, I want to go. So let let me have a turn. Like, hey, Libby, how you going? Oh, hi, Uncle Tim. Yeah, I don't know you yeah. now until yeah. you speak up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's good. All right, so what are the the great games that are out now then for online? What, for socialising or something? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, I guess, chat-type games now. There's... Um, I don't play them, but I know stuff like VR chat, which is games that use, you know, like your VR headset and you talk to other people. Okay. In like sort of hub rooms, you walk around and stuff and you chat to people like it's at a club or whatever and things. And there's, um, what about Jackbox? Jackbox, yeah, there's Jackbox TV. That's, that's, that's made for in real life thing. That's not really made for online, but you can do it online. Through okay. Methods, you can play it with friends over the screen, which is what I do sometimes. Yes. But yep. it is intended to be a real life local sort of game where you all surround the TV and then it sort of acts like a game show, I guess. Like, okay. Game yeah, show, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, we tried that at the library where I work as one of our school holiday activities. Yeah. Where we had kids come in uh, and play Jackbox. So we had the, um, the game set up on the big screen which we use for the movies. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the, the kids, we didn't have many kids come, come along for that, but the kids that did come along said that it was good fun. And Was there enough to fill up a lobby? Was there, like, a handful, like, four uh, or five? Yeah, or I reckon four or five. That's so, about as many as you need. Yeah. yeah, there were meant to be two sessions, one for a younger age group and one for an older age group. I think the, the middle age, like, between the two age groups, turned up for the first session and stayed for the second session. I reckon. So we yeah. like we had four or five playing, but it wasn't the ten or so that we hoped for. No. But it'd be good to sort of have a look at that as a possibility again. I mean, eventually, one of the things I'd like to do is um, like an eSports, like a, um, a Smash Bros tournament, get like a voucher from EB Games something for like yeah. 100 bucks or something for, um, for the winner and maybe... 50 bucks for second, second place, place and yeah, that'd be cool. 25 for third or something. And then, yeah, to um, see if we can get the, the best combatants to sort of uh, come out and play. Yeah, hopefully there'll be a good turnout for that because that'd sound good, yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess the, the difficulty for us then would be um, what unit to play it on. What unit? How, like... The, like Smash Bros is that just Switch? Yeah. Like just Nintendo, yeah, just Switch? Exclusively the Switch, yeah, the latest one, yeah. And how does the Switch pair like you with the the Wii and Wii U you had the sensor bars. You don't have a sensor bar anymore for the Switch. It just no, picks up the remotes from wherever they are in the room. Yeah, I mean that was the same on the Wii and Wii U as well. You could navigate through menus with the like arrows and stuff. But yes. It was, yep. Yeah, but it was more fun to use the motion controls because that was the um, innovative. The whole point thing of it. At the time, that was what was amazing about it was yeah the motion controls and stuff. So. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, now now that sort of trend is 
sort of over, so yeah, they don't bother incorporating that sort of stuff as much anymore. It's not as prominent yep. in the later consoles. No, no. It's it's sort of it it had its time, uh, and that it sort of fell by the wayside. Yeah, so didn't that's it? pretty much done. Yeah. And I think that's where we're at. Um, the library that I work is at at the moment with the units that we've got. We've got the um, Xbox Connects. They're like 10 years old at least. So it's old, old technology, but it's still that sensor. So we've got kids that are still coming in and using it, but it's breaking down. And we're like, what do we do to replace it? Mm. So yeah, that's the, the challenge is we don't want a unit where the controllers can go walk about. Yeah, that's what's good about the connectors, you don't have to worry about anything like that. Yeah, no, it's all motion sensor. So no, so I, I mean, eventually, hopefully that'll um, sort of come about. Yeah, that'd be a fun little community. Would you be, be in on that? Would you be willing to give that a go? Yeah, I'll give that a go. I reckon I know people that will want to as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And and uh, meanwhile, and old school game, you've uh, you've got into um, Tetris a oh, bit yeah. too, haven't you? After yeah. you watched the movie. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, you're sort of you were into Tetris a bit before the movie. Yeah, and then watched the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Very cool movie. If you haven't seen it, um, Tetris. On uh, Paramount? No, no, no. Apple TV. It was Apple, on Apple TV. Yeah, I reckon it was on Apple TV. Paramount. I'm pretty sure. Is it? Released on Paramount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Can... Yep. But uh, this is um, a global podcast, so I don't know if they have Paramount Plus. No. Well, yeah, it'd be on Apple TV at least. They might have. But anyway, anyway, uh, good film. Uh, great game. Is Paramount. But you've gone. Thing? I don't know. I'm not sure. I know okay. um, our channel ten is Australian and it's hooked into channel 10 I don't know anyway yeah it's um yeah it's a good thinking game isn't the, it good, good strategy game yeah it's good strategy I think after a while you get used to what blocks need to go away I think it becomes less thinking more reaction time after a while you just need to as soon as see the block you're like oh yeah that one goes in just no but I was saying to uh, to Uncle Ben um you started playing Tetris and you gave it to me and then you had, I think, a 1,000 or 3,000 or something and then I ended up taking the top spot with 4,000 and something or other and then the next time I had a look, my thing up the top wasn't even on the top. It was nowhere in the, the top three. Yeah. You'd, you'd smashed like 10,000 points. and Yeah, because you definitely get into the rhythm of it. Yes. Then there's... Then the game has its own online aspect with Tetris 99, which is like yes. a battle royale type. Like yeah. 99 players versing each other. And you, like, even like first starting to play that, you were featuring uh, in the top 50. 50. But still not too good. Top, top 50. Top 50. Yeah, it's, that game's very difficult because the people in that game are massive, you know, like Tetris nerds. Like, they've been playing for ages. You yeah. Know, they're, they're, like, really into the, the game. And they, like, they they don't really have a strategy aspect at all. It feels like anymore like they've no, been playing they just, it so much they just go. They just live it and breathe they're, it. Yeah. Insta dropping because there's a thing you can do in the game. I don't think it's in the older games, but recently they've got this thing called Insta Drop, which you can the piece it goes from the top straight to the bottom where you want it. So yeah. they don't. I don't think those players even 
watch the piece go down even one block. They just no, need to drop. They just know where it is. Boom. And yeah. then next piece, boom. Next piece, boom. Yeah, yeah they're, no, they're it's very, crazy. Yeah. You will get to there. It's very hard to compete against those sort of players, but yeah. Definitely. When no. I'm playing with friends, though, it's not too hard. But yeah, when you play against those sort of people, it's very different. Yeah, a few of your friends. Red, Red I think, was doing all right the night that I was watching. Yeah. He, uh, he gave chunks of blocks to everybody. I think he was doing really well. He but, had one game which he did pretty well in, yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon you you probably got him now. Oh, it's yeah. The, the Tetris brain is switched on. Yeah, so I think Tetris is a game you get you get the hand of it pretty quick. Yeah, you get for the sure. Hang of it. And then, meanwhile, mum's watching her footy. Yeah. That's the game that she loves and the game that she understands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. Nicholas, for, uh, for your insight from the, uh, the next generation. And also thank you to my good friends, Ben and Ben as well. Uh, happy gaming, happy story writing, uh, and hopefully some of your games that you play can influence your stories as well and vice versa. See you later. Till next time with episode 230 coming up of the world of Mythbits.